God is our Father. That's the key we saw last week to growing in prayer, knowing that he's our Father, believing it and wanting to cry out to him. So why is it that even when I know that, my prayers still need to grow? They're not consistent. They're not genuine enough. They're not from the heart enough. Why am I still so slow to bring my concerns to him? It's because there's something more. Another key that we need to know, that we need to admit, so that we ask. We need to admit that we depend upon our Father for everything. And when we really admit that, then we'll ask. You see, you and I, we think we're independent, don't we? We think we're self-sufficient. I make plans for tomorrow, I write them in the calendar, and I expect them to happen. If something's broken, I fix it or I buy a new one. If I need food, I just go and buy it. Even in the midst of a great drought, do you remember? Our systems are so good, we are so rich, that our shelves were never empty. In fact, independence, self-sufficiency is even a goal of ours, isn't it? We don't want to rely on other people. We don't want to rely on handouts. We want to grow our own food, some of us. And so even though we know that God is our Father, I never ask him for bread. I never ask him for petrol because I can always buy it. When I'm healthy, I never ask him for good health because I already have it and assume I will get it. Now, it's only when I can't fix something, when something is really bad and I really need God, that I ask him. You know you really need God when everything goes wrong, when all else fails. Pray. We have a God of the gaps, don't we? A polyfiller God who's there to fill in when we can't do it ourselves. No wonder. Even though we know he's our Father, so little do we ask him because we think we need so little. That's why COVID-19 is such a wonderful, precious gift. It's the ultimate myth buster, isn't it? For we think our world system is so strong and secure and yet we're now all in turmoil. Not just the world system, but closer to home. Even though not one of us has been tested positive for the virus yet, every one of us has made plans about our church or our holidays or our work or just about tomorrow, and they've all gone out the window. How has that happened? What is it that is so powerful, so big, that it can destroy and take things out of our control, even in rich countries? Can you see this speck of dust on my finger? Of course you can't. Well, something smaller than that, that you can't even see, has destroyed all our plans. COVID-19 helps us to realise that we are not actually in control, that we are not independent. And the Bible says that's true all the time. Psalm 104 says all creatures look to you to give them their food in their season. And not just the old black crow, people too, even 21st century rich Westerners. But it also says, when you take away their breath, 
die and return to dust. I was reading in John Piper's book recently. He referred to that verse in James chapter 4, where some people say, tomorrow we will go to this or that city and make money. And he says to them, what is your life? You are a mist. No, instead you should say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. Feel your breath for a moment. Will you take another one? Will you breathe another breath? Only if the Lord wills. We are completely dependent upon him for our very breath. See, God is our father, but he is not like our earthly father. For many people, the idea that God is father is painful and difficult because of what their earthly father was like. But we still know what an earthly father is supposed to be like, good and loving and compassionate. For me, the idea is not painful. It's not difficult. I know that my father has always loved me and provided for me and he raised me. But I can't tell you the last time I depended upon him for something I really needed. I can't tell you the last time I asked him for something that I really needed. He gave me life. He provided for me as a child, but part of being an adult is that I no longer really rely on him. And our Heavenly Father is not like that. Our first grandchild is due at the end of August. That is so exciting. And that little child is completely dependent upon our daughter, Annie. Even when he or she is born, a newborn, he or she will be totally dependent upon their mother. That's what my relationship with my Heavenly Father is like. I depend upon Him for everything. So what should we do when we realise this? We need to repent. To be thinking that I'm self-sufficient, that I'm independent, that I don't need God for my very next breath. That's evil. James says all such boasting is evil. It's an insult to our Father. So we need to repent. We need to ask him to forgive us. We need to depend upon him to forgive us. You see, the key to growing in prayer is knowing that God is your Father. But the other key is admitting that you depend upon him for everything. What difference will that make to my prayer life? Well, it's simple, isn't it? When I depend upon him for everything, I will ask him for everything. There are many ways of praying that seem impressive to us, that we admire and envy, aren't there? To recite something five times a day, to whirl in a trance, as some people do, to meditate and empty your mind, to hear his voice in your head. And we sort of look down on asking, don't we, as if it's bringing God a shopping list. 
We sort of think we must praise him and thank him before we're allowed to ask him for something. Well, there must be something more spiritual than simply asking for God. But what could be more spiritual than asking my heavenly Father for what I need? Than depending upon him. Do you know the word prayer? It's not a spiritual word in the Bible. It just means ask. To pray is to ask. To ask is to pray. And when Jesus said, this is how you should pray, he gave six requests. In Philippians 4, it says to present your requests, to pray and bring your petitions to God. That's prayer. And we need to do that, don't we? Jesus taught people to pray for their daily bread. Daily bread was less secure for them than it is for us, but it's still mundane. I'm sure they still took it for granted some of the time. But he wants them to learn to pray. Do you want to learn to pray and ask God for what you need? God wants you to ask him for your daily bread, daily water, your health, your sleep. Here's a challenge for us. Pick one of those this week. Bread or water or sleep or health. And each day, ask God for it. Something you take for granted all the time. Ask him for it. And if he gives it to you, then thank him. When we depend upon God for everything, we will ask him. But you know, it actually means more than that. When we depend upon God for everything, it will actually change what we ask We can ask him for anything, but then we'll depend upon him to tell us what's worth asking for. Jesus said, this is how you should pray. And he told them, he gave them six requests to ask for. And that's how we should pray. We should pray for the Lord's concerns. They're the first three. Hallowed be your name. Make your name holy. Your kingdom come. Bring your rule over people's lives. Your will be done. Bring your plans to pass. And so what should I be praying for in this COVID-19 season? Just protection and relief from the restrictions and praying for a vaccine? Pray for those things, yes. But pray also that God will turn people to honour his name. To submit to his rule, pray that his will will be done. When you depend upon the Lord, you pray for what he says to pray about, for his concerns. And Jesus says in the second half of the Lord's Prayer, pray for your needs, for your daily bread, your needs, not your wants, each day. Whether it's for toilet paper, because you've run out, for food, or especially in developing countries, please pray that God's people will be safe and have what they need. Pray for our physical needs, but also our spiritual needs. That we'll continue to trust him and love him, especially when we can't have church in person. But in particular, the Lord's Prayer, Jesus says to pray, forgive us our sins. Do you depend upon God for that? Are you specific? in bringing your sins to him and confident that he forgives you 
and lead us not into temptation, Jesus says to pray, do you depend upon him that he would enable you to say no to temptation, to fear and to selfishness and self-absorption in this time? When you depend upon God for everything, you depend upon him for what to how can I grow in prayer? First and foremost, I need to appreciate that God is my Father and cry out to Him. But also, I need to depend upon my Father for everything, for my very breath is dependent upon Him. And when I admit that, when I realise that, then I will ask Him, because it depends on him. I'll ask him for those things that I take for granted each day. And I'll depend upon him to actually know what to pray for. This week we have the great opportunity in these devotions that we're doing each day to learn to depend upon God more. And to learn to depend upon God for what to ask as Jesus teaches us how to pray, as he teaches us through the Lord's Prayer. Will you join with me in admitting that we depend upon God and in learning to pray, in learning to ask in everything for we completely depend Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything that you give us, that you've made us your children, that we can cry to you as our Father. And throughout all of our lives, you have provided what we have needed, that everything we have, even our very breath, comes directly from you. So, Father, help us to learn to admit that we depend upon Help us to give up and repent of being independent and self-sufficient and thinking that we only need you when things go wrong. And Father, as we admit that, help us to learn to ask. Ask for our daily needs. Ask for our physical and our spiritual needs. And help us to learn to pray for your concerns as well. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um.